Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to YouTube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. What's going on, everybody? It's Kevin Lewis White. Just beamed down from the fifth dimension to spend some time with you guys all here on the Beyond Borders podcast. Yo, this is Beyond Borders, son. And you know all the opinions they espouse on here? That's on them. So don't get offended. And if you get offended, man, that's on you, son. Hey, y'all, grab any day above ground living. So um, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Beyond Borders with Rose Gold and Kate Grab. Shout out to Rose Gold. She sends her love. Busy time, it's August. And it's Black History Month. And as you know, I announced last week that I am doing Black Month. And subsequently doing for Black Month, we will be doing subjects that even though we do do things from a Black perspective, they're going to be more Black-centric. And also, we're going to have on great guests for the two podcasts. And just to kick it off, season two of Bet on Black with Kate Gravity will be back this Friday, August 6th. 1215, everywhere you can get the podcast. You should know it by now. But if not, we're talking about Apple, we're talking about Spotify, we're talking about Pandora, we're talking about iHeartRadio, we're talking about player.fm, tune in radio, uh, a couple Indian ones. We're there, folks. Just look for it. And also on the YouTube page, Kid Gravity Beyond where you can visually see the interview that I had with Sankofa Traveler, who goes around the world to different gravesites of Black leaders and Black visionaries and Black historians that have transitioned. And they do their, she does the history on their contributions and also does, you know, make sure she makes sure she makes sure that their sites where they're interred are pristine and treated with dignity. So again, that will be up Friday, August 6th, 12:15, everywhere. Okay, let's get to the show because we got a lot to talk about. So you saw the title of the show, Black Masculinity. It's under attack. Folk, for those that are non-Black and are not privy to what's going on in the Black community, there is a certain war on Black masculinity. And basically, masculinity means how positive a man is viewed in certain areas 
in certain spaces. And we all know there's a concerted effort to make sure that black men look weak out here because we exude the most masculinity in the world. So much so that they call it hyper-masculine. Whether it's in the aspects of sports, entertainment, the sexual nature, they always like to demonize us for this. And over the past, I want to say 20 years, again, this has been a concerted effort, but during this pandemic, we have seen the uprise in the attacks on Black masculinity. And we look at this as black men and say, you know what? We can't talk about it. We're gonna bring back the barbershop type atmosphere. And we're gonna make sure that you know that this is a misnomer, misunderstanding, if you will. So shout out to channels like the Black Authority, Tariq Nasheed, uh, Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews, uh, and other, you know, Kwame Brown Bus Life, and other channels like that that try to get the message out that Black men are not what you think they are. Yes, we have our bad apples, but by and large, Black men just want to be given a fair shake. Y'all don't have to like us, just allow us to compete. But again, I also put in the title that controversial episode. Now, so we made sure to put it in the description box. This is gonna be a very controversial episode because for the last, I wanna say four days, I've been going back and forth on social media with people on different threads and different posts about some comments that <clears throat> rapper DaBaby said. And just to give a little bit of clarification, Hold on one second. Let me see how this light looks. Um, it looks a little better. Okay. I should have had the light on, even though it's daylight, but you know, I didn't feel like opening the window. I mean, opening the window and drawing back the blinds, I didn't feel like doing that. But anyway, I said that I stand with him based on his First Amendment right to say what he said. And for those who don't know what he said, I'm going to play it for you. Now, I hate using World Star, but apparently they are the only ones that had actually what he said. So I'm going to use it. You know, shout out to World Star. I think they trash. But I think they're trash, but, you know, we're going to do it for this. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that make you die two, three weeks, put a cell phone like the hell. Lady, if you smell like water, put a cell phone like the hell. Fellas. Lights up. Fellas, if you so again, so you heard that. You heard him say that. I don't see what the problem was. He's espousing an opinion. Now, a lot of people were telling me that he was ignorant for what he said about HIV AIDS. Okay, fine. We can have that conversation. He was, he's a young dude. Again, our community did not teach the younger generations about this disease because of course they didn't know much about it, but <clears throat> I will criticize him on that one fact 
he could have did better research, but you know, he's not thinking about that. Okay, fine. Again, I'm standing with him based on his First Amendment right to say what he said. Now, of course, you know, the faux outrage, the LGBT came after him because of course they thought they his words were talking to him or her or however they pronoun nowadays. He they thought he he was directly taking shots at them. I want black folks to understand he wasn't taking shots at them. He was taking shots at the for a lesser term debauchery that goes on in our neighborhoods, in our communities. Yeah, especially with black women. Y'all love talking about bisexual men all day, but when he says something about men going down on other men, y'all have a problem with it. I don't understand that. What was the problem there? Maybe I missed it. He brought up homophobia in the black community, which by and large, unless y'all ready to denigrate somebody, y'all, we don't bring up. Remember, if you're old enough to remember this, when you did have the quote unquote gay person in the family, you never, black folks never recognized them. So I don't understand how this black man's words get taken to this extreme where he's getting dropped from festival after festival after festival and everybody's running around praising it, yet y'all not praising him or coming after him, I should say, with his lyrics. When he's talking about killing people and selling drugs, y'all cool with that. And this is goes back to what I always tell y'all, double standard is not a standard. You have to keep that same energy. And then also, as I was perusing the internet, just to get some more clarification, people started bringing up Eminem too. He used to say homophobic lyrics. Yes, they got at him, but by and large, because he's a white rapper, outside of what happened in the early 2000s, they just let him go. Because apparently he's the GOAT. So we have an example of the baby. <clears throat> he says something, he gets canceled. Jay-Z had to take out a uh, two bars out of his song on 444 because he mentioned how Jews use credit to make money. Okay, so he says that. We have rappers all over the place saying something that you might not vibe with, but you still bump their music. But y'all not mad when you're talking about killing people and using the N-word every day, every song. <laughs> This is one reason why our community sucks. We pick and choose when we want to have outrage. Double standards, not a standard. This is why when other groups use double standards against us, we get pissed off. Like when I come on here and I say something about Black as a critique, people get upset. Or I post something on IG, people get upset. When you don't have an established standard, everything's going to piss you off. Homophobia has been running rampant in our community for decades. Now we want to bring it to the forefront because there's a change coming and people are pissed off about it. This goes back to what I said in the video that I'm going to post in the corner out here on YouTube. Black people are afraid of change. I get it. The LGBT, they have a strong political base. I get that. But you also have to understand that it's First Amendment over everything. As long as you're not inciting violence. That man's statement did not incite violence. So I don't understand how y'all this upset at it. But again, that goes back to black masculinity. Let's take it way back for you, for the young ones that are gonna listen to. And even the older heads that remember this. Matter of fact, I'm gonna pull it up. 
So I want y'all to see this, and I'm going to show you also another example of hypocrisy. Now, we all know Denzel Washington. He's a GOAT. One of the GOATs, I should say. He's one of the GOATs. Great actor. Legendary. He sits there. He, Black women love this man back in the 90s. Love this man. Had his name dropped like Trump did in, in uh, what do you call it, in songs. Folk, you're watching a picture of a scene from Mississippi Masala, a movie that Denzel did in 1991. He was a resident of Mississippi. And we all know the history of Mississippi if you live in America. We all know the history. And he happened to have the affection of a, I believe she was, yeah, Indian woman whose father was trying to get back to you, who had to leave Uganda due to the uprising and he was trying to get back and she didn't want to go. Do y'all understand that this man caught backlash because of this? Because his love interest was a non-Black woman, Black women threatened to boycott this man. Okay. Let me show you this then. This was also going to be the nail in the coffin. He was in a movie called The Pelican Brief that came out in 1993. Now, allegedly, they were supposed, him and Julia Roberts, his on-screen co-star, were planned in the movie to share a kiss and even an ep. And it, I, allegedly, we know the kiss was real and it was supposed to happen, but allegedly there was also supposed to be a sex scene. But... What does that say, folks? Denzel Washington didn't want to upset his fan base. Remember, this was two years after Mississippi Massage. Oscar-winning actress Julia Roberts admitted that she personally requested Denzel Washington play her love interest in the 1990 film Pelican Reef. Quote, I had suggested him from the beginning. He did amazing things with a character that didn't look like much on paper. Aaron Brockovich star said per Newsweek, what more could you want? However, fans of the movie often wonder how the film can follow the two without an on-screen kiss, something Roberts gets hammered for often. I have taken so much ish over the years about not kissing Denzel in that film, Roberts told Newsweek in 2002. Don't I have a pulse? Of course I wanted to kiss Denzel. It was his idea to take the damn scene down. Washington reportedly wanted the scenes removed after receiving bad reactions from Black women while test screening in 1989's The Mighty Twin. The film featured Washington kissing actress Min, Minnie, uh, Mimi Rogers. Quote, Black women are not often seen as the objects of desire on film Washington tools Newsweek. They have always been my core audience. The actor decided to stay true to his audience and not anger the Black female moviegoers who supported his career with an interracial kiss. And it's not the first time he's done it. <sighs> Man on fire. They were going to cut out on a love scene. Now he said... Now, his spokesman said that he that that was a lie. So I don't know, but whatever. Again, black masculinity is attacked. It's a movie, folks. Make believe. But this man gets heat for on-screen chemistry and possibilities. But there's a whole community that was built off black women and white men getting together. And if you say something about it, you're the G word, you're hurt, you're too concerned about black women. <clears throat> it's funny how that works. We can go down the line, folks. We can go back to the present. Kevin Samuels, they hate this man. 
to the point where they're they're calling him gay just because he has opinions that they don't like. So we have three instances of black men who have strong opinions and either they were canceled or were on the verge of being canceled. But I pose this question to you folks. What would have happened if, say, y'all's favorite female rapper would have said what the baby would have said? Do you think she would have been canceled? Do you think they would have dropped her from, from these festivals? The answer is hell no. Again, this is a controversial show. We know, everybody in the world knows, the world caters to women. Don't let them run around, don't let them, them new age feminists run around and tell you any different, that they're oppressing all that, please. People listen to women all the time and they move based on how a woman moves. If Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion or any one of these other female rappers said what the baby would have said, nobody would have had a problem with it. Yeah, there would have been strong opinions online, but by and large, they wouldn't have lost no income. They wouldn't have lost any income. They barely would have lost face in the community. Look how much heat WAP got last year. Nobody moved. Their song became one of the biggest songs in hip hop. Sparked a whole bunch of movements. Became anthems for women. But a rapper says something, male rapper says something you don't like, you gotta get canceled. Denzel Washington basically has to play his creative control card to appease a sector of people, but you nearly canceled him. And a brother who built a business when nobody was checking for him, working tirelessly, he gets one shot by being put on World Star, gets fame, blows up, and now y'all trying to run him out the game because you don't like his opinion or you don't like the way he's doing business. It's funny how that works. Black masculinity under attack. One more example, folks, and then I'm gonna move on to the Olympics. And yes, y'all saw also in the description box, I'm Jamaican, but today Jamaicans, I'm gonna have to get after y'all because y'all y'all shame Last example, and I'm gonna approach this one delicately. Y'all swear up and down that, you know, black people were oppressed, black people, everybody wants to be us. Everybody wants to, you know, imitate us, take everything from us, but they don't wanna stand with us. So I've gone over the baby, I've gone over Denzel Washington, I've gone over Kevin Sanders. And I know a lot of y'all missed this one. But haven't you noticed now all of a sudden they're making black men cry on film? I noticed it in 2016 when Donald Trump got in, Van Jones on CNN crying, told him he don't know how to explain it to his kids in the morning at breakfast. We fast forward four years later. No, you know what? I'm not even going to go there yet. Michael Coulter goes on Wendy Williams, talks about his life, his career. They get to him in his marriage. He describes his wife as most women would want them to be described. Women put him over. Soon as they put his wife on the TV, they all start booing because she happens to be non-black, white, to be more specific. Attack of black masculinity. We've watched now in 2020, Van Jones, go and cry again when Biden and Harris got in. And I'm a bald brother too. So bald in the struggle with that man. But he's sitting there crying. 
Now, when they're doing these congressional hearings over one six, which is a dog and pony show, they sent a grizzled looking white guy. You know, they made him look weak. But notice the other person they had testify was a black man, black Capitol Police officer. And he damn near was in tears. He almost had the snot coming out of his mouth. It's not by design, folks. They're trying to make us black. <laughs> and I'm one, I'm not gonna say quiet on it. Because it's funny that everybody talks about generalizations are wrong, stereotypes are wrong, but they don't have a problem doing it to us, us as black men because it fits like 18 narratives. So you're never wrong on it. But if you do it to anybody else, it's a problem. Tack on black masculinity. So now T.I. came out and said something about the homophobia and the need for the LGBT for some reason to start to galvanize every time somebody says something wrong. DJ Academic says something. You're starting to see more black men say, listen, if y'all going to be satisfied with us saying the N-word 30 times in a song, you need to allow us to say whatever we want at that point. And everybody's like, whoa, no, 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 no. We got to have standards. All of a sudden, you got to have a standard now. So when I was talking about killing black people, it was cool. When I was talking about killing another black man, it was cool. When I was talking about calling a black man the N-word, it was cool. When I'm talking about having sex with three different black women in the same night, that was cool. But the second I say, you know what, I'm not really down with this homophobia and with, with the LGBT, some of them are promoting now it's a problem. Why are not keeping that same energy? Then what made it worse was when I was doing the rounds, talking to people online, trying to get differing opinions. The worst offenders were the stupid Christians. Again, I told you this is going to be a controversial show. We got the stupid Christians coming out of the woodwork try to act holier than thou all of a sudden. Because, you know, they got their little war with, with hip hop. So now they're like, oh, you know, he shouldn't have said that. And, and you know, he was wrong and, and he's going to be judged. But whoa, y'all the same group of cats who sit there in the book and recite that gay people should be destroyed. Yes, y'all can go look up in y'all's book. Y'all's God do not like homophobia. And y'all recite that every Sunday. So much so, most of you Christians wouldn't sit next to a gay person in church. But now you want to come out because a black man said something about the gay people? So y'all get to pick and choose when you want to follow the Bible? Y'all let y'all's pastor get away with some of the worst things possible, i.e. preaching to you and then leaving your neighborhood with the money. Y'all watch past the fellowship with men's wives and then and get them pregnant. Y'all's deacons, but that's cool. Y'all say it's wrong, but y'all still go to that church because pastors sin. And what, what, what's that line y'all like using? Everyone falls short of his glory. So why wouldn't y'all give that same? Why wouldn't y'all give that same smoke to to the baby? Why can't y'all say, hey, that man fell short of his glory? Oh, because he's not a Christian. Ah, got it. I mean, the only thing I'm going to give y'all on, y'all didn't throw out no Bible verses up in there because I, I might have done it. But y'all can't, y'all, y'all, y'all weird. That's why I don't mess with y'all's Christians like that because y'all a bunch of hypocrites. Ah, that's right. I said it. And I've said it before on this show. I think Christians are the biggest hypocrites on this planet, especially black Christians. 
because y'all don't preach what y'all say, or y'all misinterpret the Bible all day to fit your narrative. Now, kid, who don't like it? You can skip this part. I have it down there in the YouTube with the chapter. You can skip this part. Even though I already said it. <laughs> but it's just funny that everybody wants to act holier than thou all of a sudden now, which I was bumping the baby two weeks ago before he said this. You know what? I'm getting off that. Let's move on to the shows, to the, to the rest of the show. Let's talk about these Olympics. Now, <laughs> you see what happens when you go woke? You see what happens. Shout out to the women's national national soccer team. They lost. Shout out to them. Give them, give them a clap. That's what y'all get. Y'all worried all about the social justice. Y'all really didn't practice. Y'all lost to Canada. Y'all need to go get to go see Sweden in the final. I don't even know who's in the final. I haven't been watching. But the fact y'all lost after doing y'all, y'all were number one and you were supposed to steamroll. I think until you got to Sweden. And now you're not even gonna play for the gold. I don't even I no, I think you guys are now fourth. Yeah, I think you're fourth. So you're not even gonna play for a medal. <sighs> go woke, go broke. What did I tell y'all about Winberry, folks? I said this I said this about a month ago. What did I tell you? I told you. I want to see what she's going to do in Tokyo before I make my final judgment on how I'm going to view her. Now, I remember I, I, I gave her the business. I said, whatever she did, that was stupid because you knew they were playing the national anthem at that certain time frame. You knew it. And for you to run up in there talking about you didn't know they, they tried to trick. Nah, we're not playing the trick back. We're not doing that. But I said, let me see what she's going to do in Tokyo. Folk, she needed folk. She was second to last, folk. All that talking, all that bloviating, all that attention, and you did not represent this country well. But make it even funnier that she had to put on the USA <laughs> She had to put on the USA outfit to, to compete, which was even funnier. So you hate the flag, and you hate what this country stands for, but you had to put on the flag for your uniform to go compete. I would have even given her respect if she would have walked out there in all black. I'd have given her respect. I'd just like, you know, you 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 dumb for that, but you know what? I gotta respect it. She came second to last, folk. Go woke, well, go broke. But like I said, I got I gotta I gotta I gotta get after the Jamaicans. Now Tariq Machine hit me for this, and I, and I looked it up, <clears throat> and I'm not gonna show the tweets because it was it was a lot, and I don't feel like doing that. I did that with the Turkey Lake show. I'm not doing that again. It hurt my head. But by and large, if y'all weren't aware, now we all know Shikari Richardson, the American sprinter, she didn't get to run the 100 meter because she caught cannabis in her system and hit a positive test. Okay, fine. We were denied a race between her, Shelby and Fraser Price, and Lane Thompson and the other Jamaican girl. Okay, fine. By the way, he called it Oxhill Twitter. That was friggin' genius. I laughed. I'm sorry. That, that was hilarious. But for Jamaicans to sit up there after those three women <clears throat> came in first, second, and fourth, instead of celebrating the accomplishment, because more than likely this is this is Shelly Ann's last Olympics, because I think she what thirty six, I think. Yeah, I don't think she has another Olympics in her. I don't, I don't expect her to compete in the World Championship next year, and I don't expect to see her in Paris in twenty twenty four. So it's going to be left to Elena and the other girl. And shout out to Elaine for breaking that record. She didn't break Flojo's record. She just, I think she broke, like she's the fastest woman alive right now. So shout out to her for that. 
But for Jamaicans to go on Twitter and not celebrate the win, I mean, there were some that did, but more often than not, take shots at Shakari Richardson made no sense. Now, granted, I don't like the fact that she messed up and she was still given opportunities. Because again, we already know black masculinity under attack. No black man would have got opportunities that she did. That she got to be in a Nike commercial and something else. You know, we already know a black man that would have got knocked for having cannabis in the system. They, nobody's gonna like, hey, brother, hey, here's $20 million, come do this for us. Nah, that wouldn't happen. But no, that's neither here nor there. But like I said, watching Jamaicans go, go in on her and then go in on Americans, again, this is not, y'all make it hard. That's why I keep telling my wife and I tell people, y'all make it hard to defend Black people sometimes. I don't care like what sect you are. That's a time when the nation of Jamaica should be going together. They should be one. You know, we all say out of many, one. We are one. But for y'all to sit there and take shots at them and shots at her and especially the FBAs, which did nothing to you. At that point, like, come on. Like, I don't I don't get that. And then y'all wonder why people will be going in on Jamaicans the way they do. That's how my old Shikari would have got smoked. Okay, we'll never know. Shelly Ann would have smoked her. We never know at that point. It was disappointing when she got knocked out because I wanted to see it. That probably would have been the greatest race in 37 years. I wanted to see it, but you know, people make their decisions. And again, like I said, I was on this show. I told y'all, and I did it on on my my short. I give her props for sitting there taking responsibility and accountability for what she did but at the same time y'all cannot come out here start pumping on the chest how about oh she trashed and all this then y'all get pissed off when people when people rebuttal on when he called y'all i still twitter the twitter lit up is that thing trended so y'all went out there and, and created your own embarrassment so for the future jamaicans when we accomplish something just go out and say you know what Jamaica number one, fine. I'm cool with that. Don't we go and sit there try to take shots at other people? It doesn't make sense because you're just opening the door. And you know how petty people in America are. They're going to go in on you. On a Kian Ross, like, like Americans, Kian Ross, we have way, I'm sorry, Jamaican, that I got to say it. We have way too many stereotypes against us that can be exploited. You don't want that. So just humble yourselves. Now the 200 meters are coming up and I think there's a Jamaican woman in there. She wins it, just say, you know what? Jamaica run the world with the track and field. Nobody will say anything. Be the baby face. If you go in there with the heel crap, I'm not defending y'all. I'm not doing it. Enough about the Olympics. Quick sports news, Derek Rose, He's back with the Knicks. They gave him a new contract. Bless him. I guess he'll probably retire in Nick, I guess. Uh, they signed Evan Fournier. Okay, he's a great shooter. He can penetrate, so we'll see how that goes. I still, They still need a big free agent splash, but you know, there's not really anybody on the board right now except Kawhi Leonard, and I don't think they'll get him, but you know, stranger things have happened. I uh, would speculate on the next, but screw him. Um, 
baseball, not much. I guess I don't really care about that, so I'm not going to go into it. Um, yeah, so I'm going to get out of here soon, but just a quick update. Um, I'm still lining up everything with Pro Black Month. You know, everything is, you know, it's hard scheduling things right now. It's August. People are starting to either go back to school, get ready, go back to work. So, you know, I'm going to try my best to keep the content consistent and flowing. So I will give you a one update. At the end of the month, I will be releasing that, that Stacey Abrams documentary that I'm doing. Folk, I, I'm sure it'll get flagged, but whatever. I'll have it backed up at, at other places. But I mean, we got to get rid of this notion that she was the main reason why Georgia flipped for Biden. I, I've explained this more than once on here. I even showed the proof. I guess y'all need to see it in documentary form, documentary form to, to believe it with the receipts, with the links and everything citations and also that's going to be at the end of the month i'm probably going to release that on the 31st just to end off pro black month with something positive as well but like i said i got these four books i'm reading the first one in there called democratic coma by virtual branson brandon i'm sorry virtual brandon so i'm probably going to finish it this weekend i'll do the review for that next week cop my man's book faces by michael e wilson jr leave a nice review so you can shoot up the amazon list get some more opportunities uh like i said saying code for traveler that interview is dropping friday 12 15 everywhere audio and on youtube <coughs> We have booked Miss Zizi from A to Z TV. I also have it posted up here or put it in the description box so you can go watch that afterwards or go listen to it on the audio on the podcast. She's coming back. We're going to do a good subject because, <laughs> oh, I got a subject in a couple of weeks, folks. Yeah, yeah. This, this one might be rough, but she's the type of person that I can bounce off of it. She can give it to me and I can give it to her and we can, you know, build. Uh, what else? If y'all don't know, I have a new logo. You can see it on the, you can either see it on YouTube or you can see it on my Instagram. But you know what? Since I'm here, I don't, I don't know if I can show it. Do I have it? I have the intro. Well, y'all saw the intro with the, on the video, so y'all saw it. So it's not that. That can go just just go on the Instagram. It's there. It's a, it's a post. You could go look at it. But before I get out of here, one last thing. Oh yes, that was the other show. So this weekend, I know I've done two shows on it already, but this is going to be the definitive platinum plan show, and how black people, how black people not voting for Trump finally erased all our political power. So that's going to be an intense show as well. Not as controversial as this one, but it's going to be intense. Because especially what they're doing with the Black farmers and the regulation of this food that's coming, we're going to be in some trouble. And 
you know, of course, the Biden Harris supporters, they don't come outside. I've been asking for him for my wife to tell you at least three months, come outside, explain your man, but y'all don't want to explain him. So either y'all don't want to explain him here, y'all don't want to explain him on Instagram. Maybe I should just show up on Clubhouse and have y'all try to explain him. But, you know, they're probably not going to come outside anyway, but, you know, it is what it is. But last thing before I go, there's a paradigm shift coming up in hip hop. There's a paradigm shift coming up in societies in general. I mean, today, August 3rd, New York City, I mean, New York, I swear to God, I'm glad we left because they just announced that, hey, we are doing mass mandates again for everywhere indoors. If you're not vaccinated, you can't, if you don't have proof of your vaccination, you can't do things. I mean, you can't go to the gym in New York anymore unless you have the vaccine, which I don't understand. Well, New York City, I mean, either they're trying to get people to leave that city or they're just doing a bad job of trying to manage what's going on out here with this coffee venereal disease. Because now you're restricting people from doing everyday activities when you're telling people we're trying to get back to normal. So you're doing a contradiction. And couple that with the fact that Cuomo, the, the mayor, I'm sorry, the governor, the mayor said stupid. Proof of vaccination craft to go do things indoors, indoor events and restaurants. The governor of the whole state just got hit with an investigation that showed that he's been sexually harassing women for years. There's over a hundred women, things like 179, that this just goes to show you they're just these Democrats are just trying to get rid of everybody right now that they don't they have no use for anymore. There's no use for this man. He got his attention last year. And when he had eyes on the world, he mismanaged everything. So they're just trying to cut ties with him. They'd rather let him leave with this disgrace than leave with the fact that he killed thousands of people in nursing homes. But, you know, it's a pound of flesh, whatever. I don't care. Screw him. But I'm going to go get up out of here. Take care. Stay safe. Regardless of what the science says, just wear your mask so you can get your supplies. And just remember, Black men, the world hates us. We just got to stand with each other. They hate the fact that we hold each other accountable. So if we could just do that simple lesson, we can navigate anything they throw at us. I'm out. Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to YouTube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond and subscribe to the channel. Thanks.